Oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't see you there. Uh, so welcome to the show. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. All right. And today we're going to talk about a very, very interesting movie <laughs> called Virus from 1999. Yeah. Starring um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Donald Sutherland. And, and one of the Baldwins. Yeah. Uh, Billy. Bill, Billy Baldwin. So um, I've never seen this movie. I don't know. Did you see it, Britton? Uh, yeah. I saw it when it came out in the blockbuster uh, oh okay. Yeah, we rented it, uh, me and the fam. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get started. Um, so, do you want to run down what the the generic yeah. plot of the movie is? So, uh, the movie starts off in the Mir space station years before it crashes into the Pacific, uh, and it, so something happens. Like mm-hmm. there's this uh, a communication between the Mir and this science uh, ship, this science vessel. Uh, you know, back on Earth, and they're transmitting some kind of data. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, before the data gets transferred, the the mirror gets hit by the weird sky in Ghostbusters Two. <laughs> uh, that you know, somebody give me the Ghostbusters. Some some purple energy wave. Yeah, just kind of hits the ship and beams down, uh, basically an alien life form. Yeah, into the computers, and then. Uh, Donald Sutherland's crew yeah. of uh, the Baldwins and one of the Jamie Lee Curtises, um, they get uh, their like salvaged yeah. uh, ship and they find. Well, before before that, like they're they're towing some other derelict vessel, which uh, you know Donald Donald Sutherland kind of put all of his eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they end up losing it or you know kind of risk dying, and uh, it, it kind of has one of the. I, I know I'm hesitant to say, but one of the funniest attempted suicide scenes, <laughs> uh, where you know Donald Sutherland has nothing left, and he is you know he has his revolver. He puts you know it's the old one bullet, and he puts it and he puts it in his mouth, and he's about to to end it all. And someone knocks on this door, and just the look of frustration on his face, <laughs> like, like I, I I don't want to have to deal with this. Like I. Uh, I don't want to put this off any longer than I have yeah. at this point, but now I got to do one little task yeah. before I kill myself. Uh, but you know, you know, thankful, thankfully, thankfully, uh, thankfully for Donald, uh, he, you know, that person said something interesting and uh, saved his life for a few, uh, yeah, for a for little a few, while, yeah, for about an hour. Yeah. Um, and then that the the ship they find the interesting thing is they find that uh, Russian ship. Yeah. And they go aboard, and he's like, "Oh, maritime law. This is our ship now. It's gonna be worth millions." Yeah. And so they explore the ship, and they find out that they're not alone. One of the Russian crew survived. Um, uh, the woman from earl- uh, earlier who was yeah. on the Russian ship, one of the scientists, and a bunch of little robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the alien life form, yeah. you know, kind of it, kind of infested the the ship systems, and it started building like little robots and everything. Yeah, and good, good thing it was also a robotics vessel. Yeah, otherwise, if it was a I don't know, if it was a garbage barge, <laughs> it wouldn't have been as exciting. Like, how how would they piece that together? It'd just be a uh, a life form of banana peels and diapers. As like some guys walking around, he's got like Frito bags for arms. <laughs> Like how how do you incorporate that into a human brain? It's like I gotta tell you, actually, I'd be interested in that yeah. one as well. That'd be a like, far more interesting movie. They'd use he'd use uh like discarded old rotten potatoes as energy sources <laughs> and a- as batteries. 
just 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 bags of them on their back. Yeah, <laughs> and it's almost like a video game monster yeah. where you have to shoot the you have to shoot the potatoes to kill them. <laughs> like that's their weakness. You shoot them, they power down. But uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So um, so yeah. So, so oh, go, go ahead. Uh, so it, it turns out they you know they go to this derelict wreck and the the bustling science station that was kind of you know you know active and and uh, you know doing all kinds of science is now just empty uh, but you know mark like mark said it was, it was just full of these little robots and soon they figure out that uh, these things are killing people and incorporating them you know into the they're robots they're, they're robots like basically of, like the Borg kind of like the Borg but you know it's more you know more like uh using people for spare parts yeah and the rest of the movie is them trying to uh, survive these to me very impressive giant you know robot things half half uh, person half robotics there is even uh, a moment where uh, this is all going to get into spoiler territory yeah. of course as always but uh, we're in Donald Sutherland you know, just kind of lets himself become part of this, uh, like, half-human, <laughs> half-robot, like, monstrosity. Yeah. And he comes back, you know, with, like, the memories of the captain, but also, I guess, cybernetic enhancements. And he even remembers to keep the little captain's yeah, hat his on little his captain's head. Hat. I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, but and it, it, it brings me to that, uh, you know, so they have the, it, it was a, uh, kind of a, you know, the, kind of a transitional scene where you know they had enough of his shit and they punch him and say you're not in charge anymore and he just sits there and pouts <laughs> so you know they had established communication with the being and you know Donald Sutherland you know decides to I guess side with it in order to get the ship to port somehow so the uh he goes to you know it directs him to like I guess the headquarters and he goes and meets with the robot overlord doorman and it, like he opens the door for him kindly and tips I, his little yeah i was hatch. gonna say i was ho i wish he had a little hat on that he could tip hello sir and and then donald sutherland kind of goes in and he's like a, he's kind of like a doddering old man a little bit where he just looks at everything and but doesn't really understand and then starts telling old man stories to the robots and like some of the things some of the things that he sees are just human parts of the people that he served for yeah. years with it, like it's, oh look it's franklin over there you know yeah. franklin and it's like franklin's <laughs> head like yeah. hanging down and like blood coming out like he's reminiscing about this head on a table while a, like a while a set of cronenberg body horror uh, robots are around him assembling his friends and he's like hey that's kind of neat that's nifty what you got going yeah. on there you know i haven't seen anything like that in a while i did see a puppet show when I was in World War II, <laughs> but it was nowhere near as exciting as this. Like, I never thought that, but how I, when I saw Metropolis, uh -huh. I thought that was going to be what robots were, and, 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 like, I would never thought that you would be, you know, murderous th creatures that make, you know, use us as, you know, mechanical parts. You, you saw Metropolis? Yes. We love that movie. We love that movie. We love that movie. We love that. We love that movie. Oh, I thought it was overrated. Uh, no, we love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was okay. <laughs> and then he's body hard. <laughs> yeah. 
but the, the I was a little bit disappointed. Like Donald Sutherland kind of hobbled in as this uh, almost Terminator nightmare, and yeah, you know, it was it was just a bit of a, a little bit of a hand to hand combat, and they knock him over and stuff him with yeah. a grenade, and that's it. It was a bit of a anti climax. Yeah, for, for for such a you know not not the worst character. Like, I, I I will just say uh, overall impressions um, is that even though I know this is supposed to be a notoriously bad movie, uh, even Jamie Lee Curtis said that uh, this was probably the worst movie she'd ever been in. Yeah, I didn't get that. I really enjoyed this movie. Like, yeah, it was it was dumb. It had a lot of dumb things, but it was so confident in its in, in itself that even the dumb things it was like oh it was like you know you have a a dumb dog that uh that is stupid yeah. a dumb little puppy that doesn't know any better but he's so confident in the fact that that dead mole that he, he killed in the backyard that you're gonna like when he brings that in and drops it yeah at exactly feet. it's like you can't get mad at it because it really is trying to make you yeah. happy and that's what I feel about this movie. Like, yeah, that um, that Donald Sutherland part where he comes in, I was like, man, this is friggin' awesome. Yeah. And like, yeah, he was so easily dispatched that I kind of wish it went on for like a little bit longer. I I, I, I kind of wish he was replaced by the uh, you know the big big uh, bad guy. Yeah, the big robot that's kind of you know uh, following them around. Like, if if I were to change it, you can still have your big robot. But you know, it's something that he kind of you know accumulates over time. Like they mm-hmm. will, you know, they'll fight him, and uh, you know they'll they'll kind of bust him apart. But then you know his little robot minions will drag him and add him to a bigger piece, and he'll just keep on getting bigger yeah. and bigger until uh, he's a he's full grown monster. Yeah, he he's just a tiny head on a big robot body. It's like that would be awesome, and yeah, especially because like it would almost feel like uh, the captain is unstoppable, and it would yeah. almost be. A bit of an arc for him where he starts off a little bit unhinged and nobody likes working with him to the point yeah. where he is literally this unstoppable monster that's following them around the ship. And with each each iteration of iteration of uh you know his uh, uh of his uh, body, like he loses a little bit of himself to the point where by the end you don't know if it's the captain or if it's the uh, the hive mind virus thing. Yeah, like at first maybe he starts off and he's talking and he's got, uh, you know, he still has his Donald Sutherland doing some weird accent and yeah. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> I think it was trying to be Irish. And so it's still Donald Sutherland, you know, just talking, doing like, hey, how's it going? I remember you, Foster. You were, yeah. you were a stick in the mud. You've always or, been a stick in the mud. Or, you know, he's, he's fighting them, but he's still talking about the uh, $30 million dollar yeah. Uh, thing until like by the last uh, iteration, you know, he's just he's uh, full he, on like you know his voice is different. Yeah, his voice is more robotic. He's talking about uh, what the plans for the future of the of mankind and his species are going to be, and it's questionable whether or not it's even Donald Sutherland anymore. It's, yeah, it's like at first he's talking like, you cost me $30 million by doing this, yeah. you know, uh, and, and having his own personality, but by the end it's more of a, you know, we shall make port and we shall be, you know, and we shall explore this world together, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I, I think that would have been a, a better arc. Yeah, I think that uh, instead of just having him for a few seconds and then they just knock him over and blow yeah. him up, 
And they shoot the potatoes off his back, and then that's it. <laughs> because, like, overall, from uh, my my initial my my just thoughts of the movie was that it yeah. was big in yeah. the right areas. Like the special effects were really yeah. pretty impressive. They were very good. The sets were very well done as well. It felt like you were actually on some kind of derelict wreck. You uh, we had um, pretty some pretty good talent on there. Yeah, um, I like Donald Sutherland. I like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I uh, tolerated uh, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was he was all right. Yeah, uh, he, he was passable. Uh, we have uh, Cliff Curtis, who I only know from the uh, from Die Hard uh, Four. Oh yeah, as the head of the FBI, and I, I think he he was he, fine. Yeah, I think it w- I, I swear he's pl- playing like uh, some kind of I think New Zealand Aboriginal. But uh, uh, yeah, and he was he was he was cool. I was actually yeah. kind of disappointed when he died because yeah. it was so anticlimactic too. I, it was he fell off a ship. Yeah, <laughs> it was you know, he fell off a ship, saving Jamie Lee Curtis when she was about to s- s- fall off the ship the same way he did. Like she was about to fall off, and she's like, "Oh!" And he, mind you, at this point, he had been like through the through the ringer. He like had a big. Uh, like splinter through his leg and yeah. he was in a lot of pain they had to patch him up and stitch him together yeah. and he was still like oh and, I got this don't uh, worry and meanwhile they're still having him take point you know, <laughs> uh, throughout the you know throughout the movie like alright uh, I forget his name but uh, alright Curtis like, <laughs> you, you you take point and, he, and he's limping along it's like okay and so you know she's about to she just slips on a banana peel and just yeah. starts falling off the ship and he's like Really? I, I got I gotta save you now, I'm hurt. He's like, ah. Oh. So he hobbles down. He's like, This better not kill me and he goes and he you know, he, he saves her and then, you know, he takes her back to the ladder he was you know, they were trying to climb up and he slips on the same banana peel. And rather and, than go and save him, Jamie Lee Curtis just pretty much yells at him. She's like, Hey, come on, what are you doing? You're falling off the boat. What are you doing? Come well, on, get up here. What are you doing? Come I, on. It was pretty much her her standard catchphrase where she just shouts no. Like she was like Jamie Lee Curtis is a great actress, yeah. but her character was just the biggest, most complacent stick in the mud. Yeah, I I grew weary of her character. Yeah. Every single like there was nothing that she could encounter that she couldn't complain about. Like I, I get it. It's not an optimal situation to be in, but you know what? <laughs> Unless you have something to bring to the table, you know. Yeah, stop. Yeah, you don't, stop. You don't, you don't see the man who's hobbling along because he was injured complaining yeah. about everything. He's like, nah, come on, guys. We got to move forward. We got to yeah. move forward. She's like, yeah, but do we? Um, <laughs> earlier in the shi- or in the movie, like when they found the ship originally uh, and they were breaking it down, they're like, wow, we're going to we're gonna make $30 million off this. Like, And each of us are going uh, to make, like at the same time, we're going to be making... Three million dollars each yeah. from doing this, and she had to had the, de- the 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 gall to complain about that. Like, I'm not sure if we should really take this ship yeah. and make that money. I know maritime law. Like, if someone's still on this ship, it belongs to them. Like, and he's like, okay, like, yeah, okay. we're we're sweeping the ship right now. We kind of hope that uh, that we can be thirty million dollars richer. Uh, of that, are you serious? I would rather. Must not be richer. <laughs> I, like I get it. She, you know, Donald Sutherland kind of, kind of was a bit of an asshole. You know, yeah. in the, you know, when yeah, they 100%. were hundred percent. But uh, I, 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 like, it, you don't have to deal with him. 
if you're three million dollars, you know, richer, it, you don't yeah. have to be like you don't have. You can get your own shitty ship like, and uh, you know, tug your own tug boat. I do. Uh, uh, <laughs> one way or another, like you have to. I mean, except for the, how it turned out, but yeah. basically, as far as she was concerned, they were going to have to make port again, one way or the other. So why not with thirty million dollars? I know. But um, there is one scene I do kind of want to. Uh, highlight a little bit. I know you mentioned it uh, earlier, and it was the um, the scene where they first start talking to the ship. Yeah. Uh, they go into a computer and they start asking it questions, and the computer kind of stops, or the like, the robots stop attacking, and yeah. like kind of have a, a discussion, kind of like uh, Hans Gruber and uh, John McClane almost. Yeah. You know, where there's you know at least enough respect between the two entities that they could speak to one another, mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I would have asked it some different questions than they did. Yeah. Like, they asked, like, what do you want from us? Who are you? What are you doing? And they were like, our humans are evil and disease. Um, <laughs> that was the voice. And, but It the, was at 209. Like, actually, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, you have 20 seconds to comply to open the door. But I would have asked the things like, uh, like, what, you know, what does color taste like? It tastes like... See? You ask it something that it can't answer and it shuts down. It's like the prisoner, they just ask it why. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I thought that would have worked. They are truly the better intelligence. Alright, I think we got some questions here. Um, see, in my movie, I would have had them challenge it to electronic chess. <laughs> Winner take all kind of thing. Oh, no, the computer almost always wins at electric chess. Almost always like, wins. You have, to, you, have to, you have to have it do like the tic-tac-toe at the end of war games. Electric tic-tac-toe? Yeah. Uh, the or, only way to win is not to play. <laughs> or, um, like, somehow that- because it has everything about human knowledge, like, built into it. It studied all this human yeah. knowledge that was on the different ships and the science vessels. So it'd be great if they could, like, alright, can you, uh, can you beam up some, uh, maybe some Candyland? <laughs> <laughs> I have drawn double yellow. Oh no. <laughs> the molasses swamp. Oh, not again. It's like, ha! Yeah, see? And then they, they... almost It's almost like that death scene yeah. from uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah. You know, where they keep on challenging it to different games. You sunk my battleship. And then it just sinks. <laughs> and it all comes down to the ultimate test when they play hide-and-seek. Like, <laughs> Alright, you close your cameras and count to 50. One. Two. And that's when you light the charges and everything. <laughs> Count to 15 minutes. Okay. One. <laughs> two. Three. You better be hiding. We're hiding. No peeking. Cheater. I'm not cheating. <laughs> that actually, that That's a movie that we have to make. A, uh, a hide and seek against a robotic ship. The robotic... Okay. I would say space. It's a spaceship. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um, this. Uh, remember that. Remember that uh, rock paper scissors game we saw. Uh, oh, that movie. Animal World. I think yeah. it was. That was a good movie. Yeah. It was. It was like a. It was a foreign movie from China. And then out of nowhere, here comes fucking Michael Douglas yeah. to class up the joint. <laughs> it was immediately after we watched uh, uh, Man and the Wasp. And uh, so. It's just I'm just gonna give you a brief overview because it's an it's it's I think germane to this, <laughs> the thing I'm about to go uh, off okay. on. Okay. Um, but basically, uh, they in order to settle debts and to make some money, this guy gets roped into this uh, big, overarching tic or not tic tac toe, a rock paper scissors game. Okay. With like thousands and thousands of other people, and like the rules are basically to, you know, 
lose all your tic-tac- or tic-tac-toe, rock-paper-scissors cards. Yeah. And have, like, and, you know, and still be up and not lose any games and everything like that. Okay. And, uh... And it was a fantastic way to bring a kid's game into something that had some real depth to it. Yeah, and there was, like, strategy. Yeah. And he would kind of... It was almost... Uh, there was a lot of gotcha moments. And yeah, it was a really good movie. Yeah, it was surprising. You know, very well done. Like, the first 15 minutes, I was like, this is going to be awful. Yeah. And then it just turned around. But anyway, like I want something like that for hide-and-seek. You know, yeah. where the, uh, the robots invite... A bunch of, you know, humans from all different, you know, nations and in backgrounds and different like classes and they get them all together and have a big hide and seek kind of thing and once a computer finds you you know you become you get you know put in a blender yeah and or you're you, yeah the, once the robot finds you it brings you into the you know the the dismantling chamber and now that person is seeking out the rest of the people or uh or it, once it finds you, you go into a, uh, like, you you have to go to play a second game kind yeah. of thing. And the top maybe um, 10 or 15 people, they, you know, once the, once the game ends with uh, with 15 people left, mm -hmm. you know, okay, those 15 people, they get to, they get to live. They don't get to, they don't have to play anymore. They get to go home. But then the other maybe 100 people that got found, now they have to play a, you know, pretty much an ultimate survival where there can only be one winner and everyone else gets murdered <laughs> in some robot way, you know, like giant blender or dismantling chamber or... Or it may be, maybe it's more of like a, a battle royale thing, like the movie Battle Royale, where, yeah. where they just murder each other. Yeah, but tic- or tic-tac-toe, yeah. I don't know why I keep saying- I don't know you why You should either. not have said tic-tac-toe once. You said tic-tac-toe. You said it for uh, war uh, games. At the end of war games, the only way to win is not to play. I don't know. We'll have to go back- Check uh, the tape! Rewind the tape! Maddie had a little- uh, uh, Not that tape! <laughs> too far! <laughs> but maybe more recent. No, not that one either. One small step for man. You know what? Fine, it doesn't matter. I said tic-tac-toe <laughs> first. I don't care. That, <laughs> I don't even like tic-tac-toe. Uh, I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone over the age of four likes tic-tac-toe. I remember I tried to make one time a a, a better tic-tac-toe that was... You had to get... Uh, I think it was still you had to get three in a row, but it was a four-by-four four grid, kind of, instead of a three-by-three three grid. All right. And so it was 16... You know, spaces. I tried four in a row, but that was impossible. So, three in a row, but also, there's three players now. You know, X's, O's, and triangles. Yeah. And you had to get three in a row in one way, shape, or form, but, you know, it wasn't just a back and forth. Now there's three things. And I've never had two people willing to play this game with me. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, the... the the game that is the advancement of Tic-Tac-Toe would be Connect 4. And I love Connect 4. It is a good game. That, um... I didn't we have the perfect or the anti-perfect anti like yeah like, where uh, nobody won we had yeah. all we used all the pieces and there was no winner yeah I I often tell people that um that I must have tic tac toe again that Connect Four is pretty much almost on par with chess it does it doesn't have as deep of a strategy as chess but there is definitely a strategy involved yeah, there, and every move you really have to study like there are a lot of layers. To uh, connect, there there really should be some kind of Connect Four tournament. I'm sure there's got to be. There has yeah. to be a Connect Four. Like, tournament. It's the biggest. It's the biggest. Uh, you know, it's the biggest uh, sporting event in like Cambodia. <laughs> it's bigger than the Super Bowl in some yeah. places. <laughs> 
And like, it has entire arenas, like hundreds, you know, tens of thousands of people, and just two people at a table. Yeah, and uh, a fold-out table. It's <laughs> it's like I imagine that there's um, throughout the the season, you know, there's multiple games going on different places, or yeah. you know, and then they get to like the finals where you know you get the the you know thousands of spectators like hundreds of thousands of spectators yeah. watching these different things and it gets down to the last person and like, yeah. like the the king or whatever uh like the the head of state is there yeah watching he's got the the sash that says king yeah or whatever they have and maybe a, a scepter i don't know and they're watching this uh, connect four tournament and um and yeah, it's basically just not even a good fold-out table. You know, fold-out table. You know, it's one of the plastic ones got rings on it from like yeah. coffee rings <laughs> from the last time the person like had dinner. They're sitting on uh, like little fold-out chairs. Like it's used for a lot of government events. <laughs> the government flip cup event, or uh, I, I mean, like whenever there's a like I guess whatever local equivalent of the Boy Scouts. Or are there, you know, doing their fundraisers? Oh, that's what they they sit there with like little jars and everything. Yeah, it's just a it, it's just a catch-all community center <laughs> table. A, it's a good table, is basically what I am. Yeah, even though it's uh, you know, the the event generates millions of dollars, but you know, it's you know, funneled. <laughs> and my here's how I like if I got to do that if I went to the Connect Four tournament yeah. and you know we. We get in there, we, we play, and we, we make it all the way to the top. I would beat the... If I ever did beat the, you know, the, the reigning champion or whatever, like, oh, you win the, the, the you win the grand prize of $15,000 or whatever it is. Drachmas. Yeah, I would stop and be like, you, point to the prime minister or whatever, or the king. I challenge you. <gasps> and it's pretty much like that like scene a, uh, from uh, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean when they play Liar's Dice. Yeah. Like a hush crawls over the audience, and he 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 stomps the scepter down, and he and yeah. he stands in his uh <laughs> and his uh that dumb robe that kings have. Yeah, they throw just, off the robe. Like it, it, no, he just stands and it it slides off him. And I imagine that uh, that as he's as he's stepping down and you know coming down the table, I get a good look at the crown, and it's not rubies; it's just little connect four pieces, you and, know, meant to be rubies. And as he's stepping down, there's uh, there's serfs that are you know kneeling down to form the steps, like in uh, <laughs> like in uh, three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes down, and you know he sits on the other end of the table. He's like, all right, what do you want to play for? And I leave like a picture of the key to the you know their their vault or something like that. How do you know about that? That's not part of the game, now is it? And in exchange, you get, uh, what do you want? Uh, uh, California. Uh, Let's play. I, I, <laughs> I assume you have that power. Turns out in the rule books, that power is granted in the Connect Four tournament. <laughs> like, the, you know, the United States signed a treaty with the UN that, uh, <laughs> A any citizen can uh, gamble away its territories <laughs> in that just in that one tournament. Yeah. It's like all right, like and uh, they they get word in the presence like, oh he better win. <laughs> Who's that wormy guy? <laughs> oh, he I was trying to win. I was trying to do a Reagan voice, but it didn't turn oh he be oh I hope he win. <laughs> oh no, oh, California's a good stage. Oh, it, uh, 
Yeah, it's a border state. We get a lot of imports from there. We 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 have Hollywood there. Oh, we, we don't want to move anywhere else. I forget it. Silicon Valley. We have San Francisco there. Oh, bother. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I hope he wins this. <laughs> Why did I ever sign that UN treaty? He didn't. It was like it was like Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> exchange, it was like uh, in exchange for Alaska. It was Seward. <laughs> it was <laughs> like that it, was Seward's folly. Yeah, like, like, uh, pe you know, people thought it was yeah, a big waste of money. Okay, all right, there's oil, but they didn't really read the fine print that uh, anyone can gamble away <laughs> a, a uh, sovereign state. Like, they didn't realize, it's again, it's like chess, that the real game of Connect 4 yeah. is thousands <laughs> of years old. Like, it started off on the Silk Road, like chess did, <laughs> and it just kind of kept on, and it just expanded. Like, the Mayans were playing it, and the, and the, the loser would be beheaded. <laughs> and so, uh, and so now it's down to me versus the, the king, who is possibly the greatest uh, player in the world. And I imagine he beats me. <laughs> yeah, he beats you, and California is now uh, a part of whatever country he's from. I got you diagonally. <gasps> Pretty sneaky, man. All right. <laughs> I just get that, that's you're it. just shot on spot. It's like uh, I get like if you know it's probably for the best. Like yeah. the, now from then on, I'm on the run. Yeah, and because because it's that or you're jailed yeah, for life. They're either gonna get me, you know, because I dared to challenge the yeah. king and I lost, or uh, I can't go back home because I lost. Uh, I lost California yeah. to them, and now they're you know now another <laughs> country has it, and now their wealth is going up. Yeah, and America goes through another monumental recession, and so it's like, oh man, well, well, where do I go now? <laughs> like, there's nowhere you can. Like, why would you challenge him? Like, he has. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, he has the Connect Four crown. He has like one. He has a golden Connect Four checker that he's ringing through his fingers, <laughs> like how uh, how uh, <laughs> uh, not Murta, but how Riggs does with the quarter. Yeah, uh, he's got uh, like he's got a <laughs> a Connect Four piece in amber on top of his scepter. Like is a uh, you know he has tattoos on his fingers. Connect Four. It's like a red, you know, then a black, then a red, yeah, then a black. Of course. And I'm like. You know what? I felt confident after winning the tournament. What can I say? Like you should have just kept your money. <laughs> like you, 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 you gambled for a key you didn't even know it was for. <laughs> I just assumed that this key led to somewhere. Yeah, it's it's it, like he shows you it's just a broom closet. No, it's like it, I don't even want that. I wanted that to be like it was the mystery of what was behind yeah. this door that was so important to me that I, uh, it, it festered in my mind. <laughs> and so I challenged, I worked my way, learned the ways. I went to uh, I went to Tibet and learned like <laughs> Connect Four from one of the ancients and took that and just lost. It was an easy way. Like it wasn't even a challenge. Like he was like, huh. I expected more from from the man who challenged me with that key, and like he he didn't get you just one way. Like <laughs> it, it, had he not gotten you that way, there was like ten or twelve different <laughs> ways that he would have actually you know absolutely ruined you. And had you won, there was a sniper in the rafters anyway. I think he would have honored it. You know, I think that it was a you know that's part of the UN treaty. No. He, Connect Four is a dirty sport. So from then on, I'm playing like, Connect Four on freighters, you know, just to uh, just to make passage. Yeah, like and you know, it's it's like it's like 
really shitty Prisoner Connect 4 where it's all made of whittled wood. Yeah, and they don't all slide, they don't all land in the things correctly. Yeah, and, so you uh, have to push it down sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you have to shake, shake the, uh, the board. And, like, in order to, uh, <laughs> in order to get up there and, you know, actually do the, the price, like, if you lose in this freighter game, you know, <laughs> if you win, you get food. If you lose, you lose a finger. And I imagine you look haggard, like you have a big scruffy beard. It looks like you haven't slept in weeks. And I'm playing against two finger, uh, you know, Joe. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, like I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so hungry right yeah, now. And I, I imagine, uh, like, it, you know, if you don't win, like you're gonna be fed to the chickens. <laughs> I just lose a finger. That's not so good. No, My finger be lost. You to have lost too many times. Like you, you gave him an IOU a lot too for <laughs> too many fingers. Like, you can do that. They'll honor IOUs. But you go uh, that, to the and chickens. Give, and give you a chance to win those fingers back, but, uh, <laughs> it, you know... <laughs> like, I got to uh, grow them back or no, something? No, like, you know, if you win, you just turn in the IOU. Oh, you don't okay. need to lose that finger. But, uh, it, you know, after three IOUs, you just, you know, and the, four, you know, the fourth time you lose, it's just... It's like Connect Four. You're yeah, just gonna get it. fed to the chickens. So I win that. I, I imagine I win the fourth time. You know, ripping up the IOU and saving yeah. myself. Whew. And it's like, okay. Well, no, you, you have to win three more IOUs. You don't just win once and then all. You know, you get all your fingers. See, I was thinking like this. I win. You know, I wipe the. You know, like, oh, that was a close one. Okay, we play again. And I say, I challenge the captain of this ship. You just, you just hear a Dunk. hush. <laughs> you got it. It's the same game yeah. from before. Oh, I was gonna say, it's like just some haggard. Who dare be <laughs> challenging the captain to conduct far? And it's like, what do ye want? Your ship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I accept. <laughs> and, uh, like you. Put the first piece in, and then it cuts to you being thrown overboard. <laughs> and stay out! <laughs> Who does he think he is? Hey, <laughs> we didn't get his fingers! Ah, <laughs> take your fingers. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you just live the rest of your days on some deserted island playing Connect Four against monkeys. Yeah, and they win yeah. because once I, it's like, it's like once I suffer that first loss, yeah. it just broke my confidence completely. Like it almost begs the question: How you got as far as you did? See, I think that um, again, I think I made it purely on you know the strength of the elders and everything. But when I lost to the king, like I was always defending against the move that he did to me, yeah. and because of that, I just started missing a bunch of other stuff. It's like. Uh, you know, it's it's like once you start focusing on one thing, you just start you know, stop paying attention to other things, and it just unravels me. I want to say it was not that. I don't think it was any type of skill. I think it was just distraction. Like they'd put a piece in, and then you'd uh, pl you know shoot a party favor in their face, <laughs> and it go down the wrong slot. Oh, four in a row. <laughs> uh, he cheated. He cheated me. Is that what the ancients taught me? Yeah. Connect Four is a dirty game. It's a dirty game. No, that's like uh, uh that that's like the shady moves you learned in Bangkok. <laughs> like uh, I'm I'm trying to now think of what like an ancient one's you know version of you know teaching me would be like. I imagine it's one of those he puts one in and then four just expand. And it's yeah. like it's like something mystical. <laughs> it's like Doctor Strange of yeah. Connect Four. You don't look for the piece. 
or where the peace goes. You the, know where it goes. The peace looks for you. Oh. Well, no, it, no, don't put that there. What are you doing? <laughs> you get kicked out. <laughs> they roll you down a hill. Oh, come on. <laughs> and stay out. <laughs> like, I think Doctor Strange would be a lot better. I like Doctor Strange. Yeah, it would be I a like lot better if they if they incorporated child's, you know, children's <laughs> game into it. Like they'll they'll eventually run out of plot. You know, now that is a that is somebody I'd like to see play hide and seek. Like see them at Doctor Strange. Well, just them at all at Carmartage playing uh playing hide and seek. Like, hey, hey, you went into you went into the uh, into the tundra. I saw that. Uh, I, 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 it's gonna be very hard when you can teleport to anywhere in the universe. Yeah, but um, that's part of the, that's part of the game. It's ultimate hide and seek. And, and you know, when someone has a time traveling universe stone, ah, <laughs> uh, he's in he's in Berlin again, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Try, trying to change the future, are you? Uh, that though, that is a neat concept hide and seek through time hmm like that that's actually a pretty cool idea like um maybe a uh or maybe or tag yeah tag thing time tag yeah you know where uh and the funny thing is it would be like you know if you get tagged it's it's almost like a you know it's like you don't want to be tagged because you know it's it's such an arduous task to find it's like a one-on-one -on -one thing yeah but it's an arduous task to find this person again like you have to look through history books to see uh, where they it, went it, it, yeah you're doing research you're you're looking at photos of uh you know like you see and you see your opponent you know standing next to lincoln you know in the uh you know in the tents of the, of, uh, the civil war yeah so you have to like go back and you can't just run at them you know, because they'll just whoop, 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 and just time travel somewhere else. Like, you have to blend in, pretend, like, now you have to get next to Lincoln in the <laughs> tent, like, dressed as a, you, know, you have to fight in the Union Army for a couple years in order to do it, and then you stand next to him and go, you're it. Oh, ah, yes, or, uh, but you also have to do research, because you can't find out that, all right, I, I can't go back there because I'm there, and I don't want to interact with myself, because... Yeah. Like so, it, it becomes yeah, it becomes this huge strategy yeah. game, and there are situations where uh, oh, it turns out I was John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> like ah, oh, do I have to do this? You have to blend in in order to get to Mud, uh, Doctor Mud's cabin. Uh, uh, all right, uh, six here in his tempest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Mister Archduke. <laughs> hey, why is it all assassination based why, why can't we just go to the roaring 20s and have a ball <laughs> I guess but it's funnier that way it's funnier when you add murder into it <laughs> when you destabilize a nation look it, it, it was gonna happen anyway like listen do you want to play tag or do you want to start world war one <laughs> it's like alright so here's a here's a, I guess an open ended question yeah. let's say me and you were playing time tag together go on alright so where is the first place that you would hide? The first time and place kind of thing. It has to be on Earth. Yeah, of course. Uh, so where would you hide first? Hmm, that's a good question. Probably... Uh, that's tough because I, I, I don't... Uh, I don't it, fit in in any time. Yeah, like, first off, if I go if I go too far back in time, I'm a giant. Yeah. And, uh... And, you know, even now. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> And, uh, if, and, and, you know, there's, and I know blending in is another thing, so I can't go, 
you know, do, do like, ancient Egypt, because I'll stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, but, uh, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, mine's easy. Like, I, I already kind of, uh, mentioned it earlier with, you know, like, all right, I, I probably would go back to, like, the 1920s and yeah. everything. You know, you know, have, you know, have fun with the flappers for a little bit, you yeah. know. You know, America's a party that's never gonna stop, you know, and I, but I, you know, I wouldn't go to 1929, you know, <laughs> it'd be like 1922 or something like so that. So I guess, I guess we would have to add the caveat of, all right, if you're going to go back in time, uh, you have to either be mentioned in a piece of literature uh, you have to be in a some. You have to be mentioned or yeah. shown in something in history. Find your, you know, fi and that's even harder for the person. Like, all right, now how do I get into the history books? Yeah, kind of thing. Um, maybe uh, it's like I guess my first uh, time tag thing wasn't a good idea when I go into the deck of the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, now how do I? It's like you look through at the. Uh, you know, you go down, you know, or you you watch, um, you watch that uh, In Search of Titanic movie that James Cameron made, yeah. and like you see my skeleton floating along, like <laughs> ah, okay, tag you're in. Oh, thank goodness! Oh, thank goodness! I didn't want to be a skeleton. Uh -huh. Where, where'd you go? Oh, you took my time machine. <sighs> well, paradox solved, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hmm, but my first place, I guess, would be, uh, it would probably, it probably wouldn't, uh, it would probably hurt me to do it, but uh, probably the, uh, you know, the Trinity bomb in, uh, you know, in, uh, was it, Los Alamos or, uh, Nevada, you know, during the Manhattan Project. <laughs> okay, um... Okay. <laughs> Last place you'd think. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd and, go. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take a picture with, uh, with, uh, what's his name? Oh, with, uh, uh I know who you mean. Uh, Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, Robert Oppenheimer. <laughs> like a little selfie. Yeah. He's like, uh, oh no, I, I, like I'm sure there's a picture of, you know, all the scientists from the Manhattan Project or Operation Paperclip. Oh, I, I thought it was one of those. Uh, like right after he says, I have become, uh, what was it? I have become death. <laughs> a death to destroy your words. And then uh -huh. just, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, Mr. Destroyer Worlds, you have a good one. <laughs> hey, did you see a guy who, oh, hey, Mr. Destroyer Worlds, did yeah. you see a guy running around here, uh, tall, like tall, you know, like really, like tall? Oh, what are you crying for? <laughs> Oh, my hair, it's falling out. <laughs> beep. Beep. Tag, you're it. You're in a hospital, <laughs> clinging to life. <sighs> and, and, uh, and, hmm. My, my second play. It's gonna be hard to top the, uh, the Trinity explosion. I, I guess maybe the, uh, the meteor. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna go back to the dinosaurs time, yeah. even though like I'm sure it'd be a, it would be a challenge it would, to breathe. It, it would uh, it would be kind of it would be very hard to do because again the rules say you have to leave an, some kind of imprint on history for me to find, and unless you're arranging dinosaur bones in a way that you know shows you know like you kill a dinosaur and put some bones in mud that you know spell out you're it. Like, I'm not gonna know. See, what I would do is, uh, 
I would, again, I would just kind of wait for the meteor hit and I would die, like, next to a, a brontosaurus. So, when they find the bones that are, like, millions <laughs> of years old, they're like, why? There's just one human bone. That means there's gotta be human bones down there. Like, it is the That's biggest- That's impossible. The biggest scientific contra- like, like the, the, the carbon dating matches, it's- it, He's wearing glasses for crying out loud. Uh, so, gentlemen, we are faced with- Two options. Yeah. Uh, one, we have to believe with scientific accuracy that A, mankind lived among dinosaurs. Listen. Or that time travel is scientifically possible. <laughs> Like, because I think it's great that we're not telling people about the uh, the time machine yeah. we have. Also, like, once that guy makes that announcement, I think that'd be warning bells right there for you. Like, I know where Mark yeah. is. <laughs> but I, I guess you do that and die, and I guess I have to come back and save you. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Like, you know, I'm, I'm setting my bones out there so that I know that you're going to find me, and then come back, and then we'll have a... Paradox, schmeradox. You know, you come back, you tag me, and there's no bones anymore. Yeah, and we don't have to worry about that. You know, that part of the game anymore. Um, and so yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it, like, and they don't know about time travel. It's a very self-contained loop. Yeah, like you come up to me dressed as a dinosaur. Hey there, tag you're it. Oh, uh, I thought you were a pterodactyl, or I guess a brontosaurus would have been a funnier joke. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, that, that would be a fantastic movie. Uh, or Time just, tag, yeah. yeah, or even a book. I think it would work as a book as well. Now, here's a question, like, where does it end? Like, how do you, how do you uh, have an ending to that? Uh, it would be tough because, like, uh, it can only be in the past because you can't really send a message back. Yeah, from the future. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that, uh, I'm gonna say that it ends with the two time taggers, yeah. like, completely destroying the time-space continuum, and in order to save itself, the universe expels us into just, like, or the characters into, like, a pure, like, just white yeah. void. Yeah, white, just a, a essentially timeless purgatory. And it's like, well... And we were too far away to tag each other. Yeah. Like, there... Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you can't... We can't, like... You know, for thousands of years, we're gonna, we're trying to swim over over to each other to, to tag each other. But, you know, the more you struggle, the further away we get. See, I actually have a almost a solution to get out of this. Where yeah. I'm assuming we still have our time machines. And I know that there's no time in this void. Yeah. But if I could, I would just keep on... Going back, you know, over and over again until there's just millions and millions of me, you know, just <laughs> like using that to like launch myself. Uh, tag, you're it. Or is it just, it doesn't matter how far you go back, you're just stuck in the same void. Well, it's gonna be tough. Like, uh, so thinking about from, oh man, because like there, there's no time. Yeah. And you, you aren't moving. So, from wherever you are, it's perspective. You have always been and always will be in that spot. <laughs> so, when you go back in time, you're going back in time into that same exact spot that yeah. you're already <laughs> occupying. 
<clears throat> like that first time. That's actually how that'd be a great way to end the book. Like, all right, well, let's go back. We're still here. We're still here. And it just kind of that's where it fades out. Oh, that's a for such a fun concept. That is such an agonizing ending. I, I well, no, but like by the same spot you're, you're like you're time traveling into your own body. Yeah. Like eventually, if you do it enough times, I guess you would collapse into a black hole. <laughs> Always a black hole with you. Look, That'd I'm be just saying. And then that, you know, it's almost like a fairy tale now. Yeah. They time traveled again and again until they became black holes, and then they circled each other forever and ever. The end. Yeah. I don't like this story, Grandpa. <laughs> wow, that was a, that really took a dark turn at the end. Yeah. <laughs> they were having fun. I guess, though, you know, I guess the characters really did deserve it if they're assassinating Archdukes. Yeah. And shooting Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and causing paradox after paradox. Like, that, these aren't good people. Yeah, like, they're just dicking around with time with something yeah. they shouldn't be able to do. And I imagine that they don't have time machines. I imagine that they're, like, brothers who, uh... Are just born with the innate ability to just travel back in time. That that or they're like the rich aristocracy in the far future, where uh, you know highly classified and highly sensitive technologies they have access to because they're some dumb politicians. Yeah, sons. they 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 found, they kind of tripped their way into. It's like that Richie Rich movie yeah. where Richie Rich had that time machine that was being built in his house and went back and you know changed the past. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That, that was, was a, stupid. That was a terrible movie, oh my. but it was never boring. <laughs> it, it wasn't, and I, I, it was like, it, I remember it was very It's a Wonderful Life-esque. Yeah. yeah. About like, oh, Richie Rich is so kind. Look how miserable everyone is without <laughs> Richie Rich. And it wasn't really Richie Rich uh, that... You know, because Richie Rich was so good to him, it was more like there was this other asshole kid who was making everyone else miserable. Yeah, like, if, if Richie Rich didn't exist, and that kid didn't usurp the Richie Rich, yeah. you know, kingdom, they like wouldn't have still cared. be as poor and miserable as they were before. Like, they would have been, if it wasn't for, like, if you take Richie Rich out of the equation, like, yeah. it would just be, these people would probably have the exact same lives. Yeah, their lives Except are for Mr. Gower. <laughs> he would have actually poisoned that kid. Yeah, and everything would have been much better. <laughs> like, I think it was like the third Richie Rich movie that they made. Oh, and I think they made... Remember that... This is uh, this is more for me and you than the podcast, yeah. but remember yeah. that uh, Dragonheart movie that we watched? That was Oh, actually, yeah, the, the sequel. It yeah, wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I think they made a third one. They have it in my library, so I'm going to have to pick yeah, it up we'll and bring it up. I should have brought that instead of Popeye. It, that was terrible. I liked it. I liked it the Popeye movie of Robin really Williams. really bad. I liked the it. The music was horrible. And he's large! Shut up. <laughs> I liked it. Britain didn't. I didn't. We should have talked about that, but, um... Uh, we, uh... uh we're not we were dead tired. <laughs> we were very tired, and then I had to watch my movie that put us to sleep. That was, uh, that was, that was yesterday. I wasn't the same day. Are you sure? Yeah, because, uh, we didn't watch Popeye yesterday. Oh, no, we didn't. What, yeah, what the we hell? watched that Friday, what yes. What the hell did I watch after? Because it was, like, I... I know I picked the shitty movies of the both of us. Uh, I don't know. We we just watched that Meet the Deedles today. That was pretty oh shitty my God. too. That was that was a sin against nature. So maybe you'll get that in the future. I'm gonna go on a limb and say probably not. Unless everyone writes in and demands that we do Meet the Deedles, I don't think we'll ever watch Meet the Deedles. I don't want to watch that. That was 
if Bill and Ted were rich, annoying children. Yeah, Bill and Ted didn't have any charm to them. Yeah. Or almost, and the movie didn't have a self-awareness about Bill and Ted. That would be what the movie was. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a feeling they only use the word deedle because they like to shout the word deedle. Is there an opera <laughs> devoted to them? Hmm. Like, if you're going to make a stupid movie, like, go all out with the stupidity. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, if you're going to have the, you know, Deedle being, uh, the Deedles being, like, just assholes destroying everything. Yeah. Maybe have an opera at the end where they, <laughs> where they, you know, where they sing an entire opera about how bad the Deedles are. Yeah. And then the Deedles, you know, they crash the opera and they realize, oh man, we got to act in the rest of this opera or else the, I don't know, the school police are going to lock us up. Oh boy. And then they belt out like really strong voices. We need the And then there's a car and then the carbon monoxide poison, you know, gets the auditorium and everyone dies. That's how I <laughs> that's how I'd end it. What a dark man you are. <laughs> Look, that was that that brought the demon out. <laughs> that 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 put me in a in a dark place. Like Popeye was one thing. I can handle Popeye because, you know, Say what you, you know. I could say what I want about the movie. The acting was all right, and you know it was good performances the by characters the characters were yeah. fantastic. Uh, the writing was awful, and uh, and you know, so was the music. The music was the biggest. And the pacing. The music was the biggest crime of that movie. Yeah. Where I can say that there was almost like two movies being uh, made. Like two directors' mindsets were like, ah, oh, let's have a fun, you know, send up of uh, Popeye, and uh, we'll almost do like a cartoony, you know, a cartoony version of real life, you yeah. know, where anything can happen. Oh, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. And the other guy's like, how about musical? Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Well, how about Why not? How about instead of music, like, uh, like we've done this before, like you know, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, that hasn't come out yet, but you know, you know of it. Yeah. Well, let's just make the music not catchy, at all, and not even good. Oh, why? And then we'll, uh, and then we'll, you know, we'll just we'll just have the music uh, just come in in the randomest times, and we'll kind of slow the action down. We'll we'll go from a really great fight sequence where Popeye's in the ring with this mountain of a man, and he's doing all these cartoon- <laughs> He's a mountain of a man! Doing all these cartoony things with his pipe spinning around yeah. and decking Linda Hunt, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll follow that up with a slow, like, five-minute-long song. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, when they attempted to make things, uh, cartoony and, and action-packed, like, they- you know, they did an, a decent enough job for, uh, you know, what they- you know, probably the budget they were working with, but boy was- Ooh. Yeah, it was almost like there was one fatal flaw to that movie. Yeah. To me, I can overlook the fatal flaw because the things that worked, I really thought was grand. I loved no. the cartoony stuff, um, and I loved the climax. Like the last half hour of the movie was great to me, um, and I was it was okay getting there. But Britain, he was just sitting there with his head in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was like, all right, you're you're having. A, a a nice meal. You think of your favorite meal. Okay. And then uh, you're eating that, and then every so often uh, in that meal, you crunch down on a cockroach. Oh, I don't think it was that bad. It was that bad. See, the I, music I, was awful. I, I think it was more. 
I'm having a nice, you know, you're having a nice meal at a restaurant, and every now and again, the mater d comes over and farts. <laughs> so you have to wait a few minutes to eat your meal. You're like, all right, I guess I'll put this aside for a minute or two to let the room clear, and then I'll eat my meal. So every now and again, that happens. Like, yeah, the meal's delicious, yeah. but yeah, just it just sucks having to wait to get to the meal every you know or every few minutes. I, I can no, I can equate it to an experience that happened to me uh, when I was at a Pizza Hut one time. And I went to the uh, the salad bar, and for some reason at the salad bar they had pudding. Oh, they had chocolate pudding. So it's like eating some delicious chocolate pudding, and, but for some reason, but then some asshole uh, stuffed a crouton in the pudding, <laughs> and you get a big crunch. And it's like, oh, oh, the pudding's good, but yeah. I don't like this. That but is not the texture that pudding should have. It doesn't take away from the fact that I like the pudding, but this also puts a hamper on the enjoyment of the pudding. It severely dis diminishes the enjoyment of the pudding. The pudding's good. The overall experience, I can say, had its downsides to it. And it marred the experience overall. And it put me off of pudding for a long time. So <laughs> there you have it. So, I still liked it, but yeah. on that note, virus. Uh, I think uh, it, it was a kind of crappy, but, you know, a, a crappy but, uh, you know, endearing movie, you know, of a bygone era. To me, it was, it was pudding that didn't, that didn't taste great. It was okay pudding without any croutons in it. Yeah. It was, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, actually, I really liked, I liked how over the top they tried to yeah. get with it you know there was it wasn't a intelligent movie but it was a fun movie and yeah. it never really stopped trying to be fun yeah. and i like that if you liked event horizon you might like virus all right so uh that'll do it take it easy uh toodaloo that'll hold a little sops <laughs> <laughs>